checking in here the not so real estate real estate podcast baby uh, huh my name is blake and i am here with reese and lewis nice anyone that watched episode one will know lewis is referred to caballero caba 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 that's right all right <laughs> now something fun speaking of you know alter egos maybe some secondary names we were talking before we got on camera here uh we have lupe Correct. tell me who is lupe lupe is uh i don't even know how to describe who lupe is okay um he just comes out sometimes you know comes mm. out to play um <laughs> uh that's weird <laughs> um uh yeah when i'm feeling crazy oh it's just what happens i don't know all right i don't know how else to explain it yeah no i i think i think everyone's going to be able to see how difficult that was <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's funny because you know i get to hang out with you boys quite a bit yeah but i refer to your kind of kooky delirious self which we all get to or tired and when we film this we film it on friday later afternoons i think on purpose we all yeah kind of let you know a little loose yeah letting loose got a you know typically a a long week of Mm. wins and losses yep which is uh we haven't announced it yet but this topic today it's all about momentum baby Mm -hmm. momentum Momentum. Am I supposed to say it now? Yes. Momentum. All right. Last part was unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lupe. You're welcome. So the joke, what I was getting to, is that I refer to Reese as Lupe, but he doesn't know. I call Luis Luis or Caballero, as you guys know. So when his side comes out, I just call him Luis. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> I actually didn't know that yeah, <laughs> until today. So, Michael so. did say Michael is our friend. He's a realtor on the Central Coast. Yeah, um, he's an awesome dude. He's an awesome guy. He referred to him as Lulu. Ooh, oh, that's right. I, I like that. That's dude. pretty Lupe and Lulu. Ooh, I like Lupe and Lulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I necessarily have a name, but, um, you can, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It has to come up naturally I, though. To, to be honest, I wanted to jump to our line cause we're going to do our, our rap lines. Oh, sure. yeah. oh, okay. But it would involve me taking your line, but I think what they say about <laughs> me, it's, uh, <laughs> last name ever gosh dang it dude. you can't take that from me bro first name greatest like a sprained ankle oh, boy he does. he does i ain't nothing to play with gonna now, have to figure it out now reese sorry now i don't have anything to say well freaking a lupe will fill in the gaps i'm sure okay all right well i just had to take that opportunity to do that momentum <laughs> What is it? Why uh, is it important? I don't know. What did Einstein say about it? 
I don't know. What Didn't did he, he come say? up with something about momentum? Um, I'm not sure, but maybe some of our viewers do. They could reply and could help have, us out yeah, here. I don't know. I do know on the subject of Einstein, and I can see tangents are going to be a fun part of this episode today, is that a lot of the things that we see mm-hmm. online with a picture of Einstein or has Einstein at the bottom mm-hmm. is not actually from Einstein. Mm. But it looks cool. But it looks cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. So. Well, he gets credit for it. According to the Oxford Language Dictionary, momentum is the quantity of motion of a moving body measured as a product of its mass and velocity. Okay. Is there a secondary definition? Um, let me look at the... Let's look at the... Um, All right. I don't know. Well, while Reese is looking it up, um, what do we got? Well, um, <clears throat> Reese is looking up what is momentum. I, I, th- I like to talk about why it's important. Yeah. And yes. Oh, go ahead, Reese. All right. This is a better wow. one. Wow. You got to raise the hand. Be respectful. Yeah. Strength or force gained by motion or by a series of events. Series of events. I really like that. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. What do we got, Lulu? Well, <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say is just through the experience that we've had lately in the mm-hmm. last 60 days. Um, as you guys know, we have been doing some projects out in Paso Robles. Yeah, yeah. And it just seems like every time, every week, because we, we, I think it's safe to say that we just, we don't tackle like month to month. It's every week, week by week, right? Day by day, day, week by week at the very longest. Yeah. Um, It has felt, well, one momentum is extremely important because it has made us grow and it's the driving factor to where we're at right now. Correct. Yeah. And once you have it, you don't want to lose it, right? Yeah. You don't want to lose it. So one thing I've found in momentum is momentum gives confidence. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's funny how that works, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. It's not like we did anything different yeah. in the last 60 days that we didn't do previously. Right. I mean, we have tweaks and of course we get better at things and the yeah. pipeline grows and follow up increases and all that. But in general, we didn't really change the play. Results just started happening. Yeah. And so I think that's where, why I'm not all that surprised by the majority of people in real estate or any entrepreneurial adventure, they fade off. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because they never got the opportunity to pick up momentum. And truth be told, they probably never even gave themselves a true chance. I think of a snowball. Yeah. Going down a hill. It starts very small, right? Right. And then as it goes, it collects snow. But sometimes you like hit a rock or something or like a deer running a gazelle. Like, um, and then you don't like that one. You don't. Yeah. Like, yeah, me too. Um, and then it, it doesn't get any bigger. So I feel like sometimes people might hit a rock and they never get off the rock. Well, the problem with the rocks in this business is sometimes it makes us pivot from what we know we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, and momentum, isn't it funny how when you land a deal or two deals, mm. all of a sudden you're on top of the world. Yeah. But two weeks before you were literally the most depressed you'd <laughs> yeah. ever been. 
And then it's like you get a little momentum and you catch something else. And now your confidence changes, your swagger changes a little bit. Now you're having conversations with confidence and mm -hmm. it's increasing your conversion. Mm -hmm. It's increasing the quality and the depth of your conversation because you're not so scared because you don't have anything going on. Right that you just, you avoid that surface level stuff and you yeah. start going deep and then more results happen. And I think we're getting to experience some of the fruits of that Yeah. on at least the acquisition right. side of our business right now. And then we're seeing it by default actually translate well, over to retail as well. So. And it only takes a couple things to happen for you to actually, cause I think you had a good point and walking in confidence is very huge because yep. I just like remember when we got our first two deals when we got Sally and I think Shannon Hill a couple weeks later, like we were able to have conversations with people in confidence of like, Hey, yeah. we're, we are able to close or whatever, like that kind of stuff. And that keeps the momentum moving forward because we have that under our belt, but some people might not take that opportunity to, and it's not like we're boasting. We're just, you know what I mean? Totally. Does that make sense? Dude, it, totally makes sense and i know lewis can attest to that as well i mean we've had stuff going and yeah i would say we've lost it before we've had it oh yeah Multi it. i think multiple times yeah yeah for yeah. sure um i so i kind of want to i think it'd be cool to talk about how 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 for the viewers out there how do we how does momentum start what do we have to do to yep. get momentum it's a good question reese do you have anything to say before i hop um, on um I showing up, I think is the biggest, that's the first thing. And there's a lot more that showing up causes other than momentum, but Correct. like yeah. you can't be sitting on your couch and momentum start because you're not moving anywhere. So like, I think the most important thing is being able to show up. And then once you're there maximizing on what you're doing, because if you don't, I don't know, I don't want to say, I don't want to say by chance, but like in order to get that confidence, you have to show up and make sure things are happening and taking action. Does that make sense? Totally. That makes a lot of sense. And then yeah. once you have that, then yeah. Anyway. yeah. I think, uh, well, the, the original question was how do you get momentum? Yeah. Like how do you build that momentum? So I think that's what everyone wants to know. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if people are going to like my answer or not, but it's, this is my answer to multiple things outside of just momentum. But Momentum is typically predetermined mm -hmm. by your mindset and by your actionable, like, work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like that. It's So I would say momentum equals mindset plus work. Mm. I don't even think momentum is possible without the, the first two. Right. And if I was to go even back to mindset your mindset is always going to be the like determinant or the 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 ingredient that's going to tell the story of what the future looks like mm -hmm. i think a line that i shared with you guys is you have to operate in a seven figure mind mm -hmm. before you earn seven figures you have to operate and if i was to go down sliding scale six figure mind before you make six figures mm -hmm. so um, and then I'll go up to the one that I want to be at. I want to operate at an eight or nine figure mindset. Mm -hmm. My ultimate goal is I want to be a 10. 10 the fun one, yeah. right? Um, 
and it's just you know double digits are fun but if i want to be a 10 figure earner i have to operate an 11 figure mindset yeah Yeah. and so it's this constant cast and then you build into it momentum builds right yeah and then you realize oh man this is only going to get me to here i need to grow again yeah Mm -hmm. and so now you have to readjust your mind, readjust your vocabulary, readjust your your actions, mm-hmm. readjust. Um, are we maxing out our momentum with even just, you know, myself or yeah. if people are listening and they're working by themselves, like at some point you will have to gain your jump and your mindset is going to have to involve including others. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't have to. You could work hard and work your knuckles to the bone your whole life. Yeah. But at some point you've hit a ceiling and you've decided that I'm okay there. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with this ceiling. And there's nothing wrong with that. I want to be very, very, very clear. Nothing wrong with it. At the same time, there's also nothing wrong with the person that says, I'm not going to stop. Right. I'm not going to stop challenging myself. It's cool that I got uh, a, seven or eight figure mine but dang it i want a nine or ten if i'm operating in a nine figure or a ten figure mindset you know how many people and families i'm able to bless yeah you know how many character developments i get to be a part of in that process Mm -hmm. so at some point probably between the five and the six figure mindset mark, I had to realize that everything good that I wanted to achieve couldn't be done without the help of good other people. Yeah. Hence the birth of the Sean team. Um, so I think summarize, summarizing that momentum can't be achieved without proper mindset coaching and training. Um, and then the proper work, yeah, mm-hmm. actual work ethic and the work, the showing up. I, I really agree with that. And thanks for sharing that, dude, because I think mindset is number one. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have the mindset to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve in any industry, whatever you're doing, whether yeah. it be coloring a book. Yeah. Like if you don't have the mindset to do that, if you're not determined, you're probably not, you're probably not going to get it done. Yeah. Yep. Um, and one of the biggest things that I want to kind of add on to what you were talking about is I do believe like in our industry in real estate, no one can do it by themselves. Yeah. If they say they did it by themselves, they're probably not telling you something. Yep. I do believe that surround your, surrounding yourself with a team mm-hmm. that is um, pushing you and just hel- helping you achieve whatever it is that you need to achieve. I think that is extremely important to surround yourself with the right type of people. Mm-hmm. And even people that just bear with you. Yeah. You know, I am a problem solver Mm -hmm. by nature. My wife's got a problem. I want to fix it. However, what marriage has taught me, your wife don't always want you to fix their problems. They just want you to hear about it. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, I say it funningly, but like I have grown so much by learning that other people's problems aren't necessarily just a task for me to finish or solve or fix. Hmm. But I can come up by whoever, wherever, and not be able to give them the answer and still be able to listen to them, to just hear them Mm -hmm. and then sit with them in it. And the only reason, I mean, in addition to my wife and just learning uh, leadership and relationships at deeper levels, um, I mean, I go to the word, man. 
Jesus taught me the best ways to go about stuff. Um, God of the universe had the opportunity to raise Lazarus, take him from the dead right then and there, but instead he chose to weep. He wept because he felt the pain. He felt all of the bad, earthly, human things that everyone else was feeling around him. And instead of just fixing the problem right there, he just sat and wept with them. And I think we, uh, you know, I think love for one is a verb, but love done properly doesn't always have the answers. Mm. And, um, but love does ask the right questions. Love sits with people where they are. Uh, love is, is patient. Yeah. I mean, I can go through all the first Corinthians things, but I wanted to do a little slight derivative of that. But if the God of the universe has time to sit with someone in their fields, yeah. surely I do too as a leader. Yeah. And if I don't have time for that, then I need to reprioritize or take a look at if what I want is what I truly want mm-hmm. or what I say I want is what I truly want. Um, Cause don't be wrong. I'm busy. Yeah. I have more unanswered phone calls and texts and emails than I ever have in my whole entire life. And it does stress me out mm. sometimes. I mean, it does Yeah. because I go back to that old mentality. That's like, well, you're not working. It's like, no, but you're being a leader. Yeah. And, um, so I think, uh, you know, the Sean team is a group of leaders that I just get to be a small part of, but, um, yeah, I don't even remember what the original question was. It was, um, or what I was elaborating on what you had said, I think. But. Uh, I was like surrounding yourself with a great, that's correct, yeah, group of people. Yep, we back. are back, baby. Yeah, back streets, back. All right. Yeah, all right. So, we, uh, man, we got kind of a little bit soft, a little bit deep there, talking about, man, some love, leadership team mm-hmm. all of it goes hand in hand though right um cool well what uh what's some of the 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 highest highs that you can describe when it comes to momentum and maybe the lowest lows in regards to time spans mm-hmm. that you've just had little to nothing going on in this entrepreneurship real estate game uh, i think that adrenaline is a huge part of the lows um, part of the lows. Well, sorry. It's part of the highs and lows on the first part when you have a lot going on and it's all kind of hits you at once. There's a lot of adrenaline, right? True. True. And then when that goes away, whether it's a good or a bad. Mm-hmm. So in the case I'm thinking of, I opened seven escrows in a week right dang reese but then five of them canceled oh i only closed two dang reese so (laughs) it went away quick quick and that adrenaline was gone in the worst way possible right like it's one thing if it gets to them and you close seven escrows right adrenaline's gone but you know however much did you, you have did you blame yourself of course because yeah, of course it did because there's one common denominator in all seven of those escrows, right? 
What is that? Me. <laughs> oh man, that's tough. So how did you deal lot. with that, like processing of it? Um. It okay. So there, yeah, there was a lot that went into that whole deal, and a lot of emotion because some of them were family. Um. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that looking back and reflecting on it was really important for figuring out how to deal with stuff context context um yeah yeah, i don't know just it's hard to look and see what you did wrong right sometimes well not sometimes but you but you did right and you were like well what could i have done could i have done better i ran through different situations and though i think that that kind of helped me in future deals but you run through scenarios of like, okay, if I would have done this, then this would have gone better. If I would have prepped them and said, don't buy a car while we're selling and buying a house. Uh, and that was, that accounted for two because they bought a car and they were, they were listing a house and they had to find a uh, place to go. So they bought a car. So that killed two deals. Got it. Right. Yeah. So like there's different things that you can prep them. Don't buy a car when you're doing this. Right. Yeah. Like that sort of stuff that like. I feel like is kind of commonplace to say, but at the time I wasn't thinking about it because I, well, I mean, you're 21 years old in real estate. And at that time you were probably 20. I was 20 with a year experience, right? Yes. Still figuring exactly it out. A year, actually. Yeah. Just different things like that. That was like, well, that was four or that was two more or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I would always, and I'm a lot better now, but still not perfect. Anytime a deal falls through. It sucks. It sucks, and I always feel like it's my fault. Yeah. And even if it isn't my fault, what I've learned to love about the process is I'm going to act like it's my fault for just enough to be able to study and analyze the deal. Mm -hmm. Because I could have had an active part in the problem, Mm -hmm. and there's still nothing I can do to change it at that very moment. Yeah. So the only thing that happens is you continue to do reps on these things. The pain of losing a deal or all that stuff hasn't gone away for me. The pain of having a friend or family member or whoever go and use someone else to do a deal or, you know, whatever yeah. does, it never goes away, but how I deal with it has. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the part of the reps that we don't talk about is the success and failure associated with the reps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just the activity itself. Mm-hmm. If the, if someone says, Oh yeah, you need to put in reps on the phone. That's part of it, right? You need to know your script, how you want to talk. And even if you don't use scripts, knowing more or less who you're talking to and what the gist of the conversation should be. Yeah. Okay. But what they don't tell you in the reps is that there might be people that say yes to you. And then in two days decide that they don't want to use you or they don't want to do that. When you do reps here, you also end up doing reps over here. Yeah. And then you do reps in all of these different areas because no circumstance or situation is exactly the same. However, you see repetitious themes and patterns, right? Mm -hmm. So reps are good not only for landing deals. It's knowing how to cope, how to properly like save and spare your energy, Mm -hmm. but then still using the negative in a way of what could I do better? Yeah. What could I have done better? What expectations? What whatever could I have done to possibly prevent this? Yeah. And then move on knowing that even if I did, it maybe still couldn't have happened Mm -hmm. or my default 
I have to believe that my portion is my portion and that deal, those deals, that person, that whatever. God's sparing me from something I might not I might not be seeing now. Or I'm just not ready for that blessing yet. Yeah. And that's a tough one. Yeah. And so I mean, I have to look through all of this and I have to trust it is not my timing, but it is God's. True. I have to release control. And that's hard. Yeah. Well, it's a catch twenty two, right? Well, I I think you think it's a good thing, and I'm I'm sure you both see it as a good thing, but like on the flip side of that is you get all of these reps and yet every time you open an escrow or whatever, there's going to be something different that comes up and you, you know what I mean? Totally. Which I think is kind of exhilar- exhilarating, but like, it's kind of fun. It's the only reason things. I'm still in real estate. Yeah. Cause you would get bored, right? I get bored. Yeah. Yep. But, but anyway, back to the original question was the, but what I was talking about was the adrenaline of like, yes, cancel canceling those. And then, that I think that's the lowest part for me, especially mm. when it goes away like that of like, what's next? Like, I'm not busy because I like to be busy. Mm. So when I'm not busy and that adrenaline's not there, then I'm then I'm just like, dude. And if we want to tie this into what we were talking about earlier, could we say that that adrenaline could be tied into confidence? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. That could be Definitely. tied into how well we do our work, whatever yeah. activity we need to do to, to perform or... Mm-hmm like all that and then it goes into momentum right and then yeah. it's like this wheel but yeah. i'd say the real superpower is when you can have confidence even if you don't have that adrenaline does that make sense like like i think if we can just all acknowledge the confidence that reese had while he mispronounced confidence whatever there's something that we can take away from this <laughs> and that's anyway the I real like superpower whatever but does no, that yeah. make sense like, no i actually like, want you to restate it because i was so okay. distracted and that's my fault the real superpower is when you can still have confidence without the adrenaline, Boom. in my opinion. Boom. Because then you don't even have to be, because there's obviously going to be dry spells and dry seasons. Like, no matter how hard you work, that's it's just going to happen. I think it's, you know, slower. May, maybe slower is the right word than dry. Nah, dude, sometimes it's a straight-up desert. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And, Deserts, and if you're still able to walk in that, then momentum is so easy to build up. What are you laughing me for? <laughs> Blake just said, I'm not laughing at oh. you. <laughs> I, we're laughing with you, Reese. Yeah, yeah. What, I mean, I just want to make reference to is that... Uh, Lion's still the king, whether it rains or not, baby. Mm. Whether it's a rainforest or a desert, lion's still going to be a lion. That's true. Do lions live in rainforests? I don't know, but if they did, they'd still be king. They'd still be king, baby. And I just can't wait to be king. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Here we are. I love it. No, it's good. I appreciate that, Reese. Um, I've been there before and similar things and I still get there. The thing I think some people think is, Oh, I've been in real estate three years, five years, whatever I've had done this many deals I've done. You are not excluded from still having to walk through pain and go through deserts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of us, and I don't care if you're 18 years old or 81 years old, you're going to have to go through it. And if you want to get to the next level of whatever it is, you're going to have to go through it. Mm-hmm. 
I think I just posted something on my story. Like mm -hmm. all of us want to get to the other side of the mountain without having to climb it. Yeah. Without having to struggle. Yeah. I, uh, I want to say that because what was the question you had, you had asked just now recently? Um, I had asked him about losing the deals and no, it was about, um, highs and lows with oh, momentum. Okay. Yeah. So I want to, cause you just yes, said like a right. lot of people think that uh, me for one, like, so I'll tell you about my experience. So, um, coming into real estate, you're around all these people, top producers, and you're like, man, dude, they make it look so easily. And I think that's part of momentum is like everything that, I don't know if you guys feel this, but everything that we do feels effortlessly. Yeah. But I think it's because we're so intentional with what we do again and mindset. Um, but I do believe that some people get the misconception of like, Oh, that's easy. And like, totally. no. And it's going back to the whole ref thing, dude. Like you probably had a lot of growth during those seven high schools. Probably. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's like the whole, True. that's like, that's, it's crazy that, um, for one, and I'm talking about myself yep. when I was in, when I first started real estate, I was like, oh, dude, that's easy. I can do it. Totally. And then you get in the thick of it and you're like, oh, crap, I need to quit. Um, it's so true. Yeah. But you, uh, one, you got to embrace the lip being uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially in this industry. Mm, it's good. Um, but yeah, I think when you have momentum, everything we do, we're, it seems effortlessly, but we're putting in so much work and we're intentional with what we do. That's why it looks like that. Intentional is the word. Yeah. And I think that's, it's the truth. People look at me all the time and think that, man, that's just so easy. That's what I think. Yeah. Well, by anyway. Yeah. That's the truth. When you're on the phone, <laughs> like it just sounds like, dang, Blake's got it together, man. Man. That's what it seems, what it seems like. Guess I got everyone fold, huh? Dang, dude. <laughs> no, but I think it's, it is important to recognize and you guys hear me talk about it a lot, mm -hmm. but this real estate thing, this entrepreneurship thing. Mm -hmm. So I want all the viewers to understand if I'm talking about real estate, you plop in whatever entrepreneurial thing you're doing into that real estate and you can find application. So in every entrepreneurial thing, it has to become part of your lifestyle. Now here's where people get it wrong. And I did too. Very, very wrong. I started attaching my identity mm -hmm. to the success I had in my entrepreneurship. Mm. So now my identity was real estate. My identity was how many houses I sold. My identity was you fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And so then what we start have happen, and I'll, I'll speak for myself and you guys know, I'm pretty honest with you guys. What ends up happening is that we have our ideal true self, who we are, who God made us to be. Right. And then over here, we have this version of ourselves that we think we need to be to attain the success that we think we want to have. So then you do that. And some of us are really good at being a chameleon or knowing who our audience is and fitting with whoever. But at some point, if we're not so solid in who we are outside of what we do, mm -hmm. these two become so disconnected that we actually long for our true self again. Mm. We get burnout. We party too much. We drink too much. We do all of these things because now we may have attained success. Like what I did, I attained success in real estate at the expense of myself. Mm -hmm. 
And so where it gets really deep in this game and what I tell people, the reason it's not a sprint is, and the reason I'm not going to lose is not because you're not better than me. You could very well could be more skilled than me. You can have more talent than me. You can have more energy than me. You could be willing to work longer hours than me. But what you don't have over me is my inability to quit. Mm. I won't quit. Yeah. So I won't fail. Mm-hmm. Right. You might run the first hundred yards faster. You might run the first mile faster, but I can guarantee you at some point you will see me. Yep. You will be winded and I won't. And so when I figured that out, I had to scrap everything I thought I knew in real estate, five to six years of everything that I thought I knew, hanging with people that did it at the top level in the area, in the state, all over the country, and I figured out that the biggest crime against all of these top team leaders and everything is that they weren't being true to themselves. Mm. And then so they were leading a bunch of people in a version of themselves that wasn't even true to them, making people believe that they had to be this certain other self to, to attain the success. And then we're so surprised that real estate has an 80% turnover in the first year or two. If at most three years, 80%. Could be more than that. I don't know. Over the next three years, you're probably going to see a lot of things change. Um, And so I had to scrap everything and start over. And I had to start with myself and my relationship with God. I went back to the basics. What is Blake like? I had to ask myself, who are you, Blake? Who are you? And that's a tough question to look in the mirror and ask when you don't know how to freaking answer it. So I had to depend on God. I don't even know who I am, Lord, but I know you do, so I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to go to work and do what I think I need to do, but please show me if it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be patient. But in the patience, you still have to show up. So you want the momentum. Yeah, you got to dial in your mind. Me dialing in my mind at that point was not knowing the answer. It was just knowing the question. I want to figure out who the frick I am. Lord, I need your help. God, help me. Mm -hmm. Show up. Because if you don't do that, it's going to suck whether you succeed or you fail. That's exactly it. Because... Yeah, there's nothing even done. I would rather have utter failure and know exactly who I am yeah. because when I do that, I know that I could lose everything and have it all back times 10 within three years. Mm-hmm. That's my mantra. Yeah. I'm not scared to lose it all. In fact, it's going to give me more confidence and ability to be flexible and do what I need to do, mm-hmm. learn what I need to learn, fail where I need to fail. But only if I have the ability to just let it go, hey, Blake, you could lose everything this year. Are you willing to do that? If it helps me figure out who I am and moves the needle forward in my life, absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. Every time. But the two big things that don't happen is we don't ask ourselves the question and we're not willing to not have an answer and still move forward. Yeah. So That's I'll, so powerful, dude. Um, what you just said, you're willing to lose it all. Yep. And, be, and I, I had to learn that last year. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, we all did again. Yeah. <laughs> um but when I did learn that, I was like, Oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's when you guys experience that feeling, it's a, you'll know when you experience it and it's such a cool you feeling. You become dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous, bro. Dangerous. I say it and I'll say it again. 
The only thing scarier than a person that ain't afraid to die, person that ain't afraid to lose it all. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, when I say about that, like, when you're not afraid to die, you understand the value in the presence of that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, when I'm talking to these guys in training or I'm talking to whoever, I'm talking about, like, what I want to do is be more present and go deeper in relationships with people. But what does that consist of? Because everyone could want that. Mm-hmm. I have to first do that with myself. And that's hard. Yeah. That is so hard, man. Reese, what, what were you going to say? Um... I was just going to add, and I I was debating on whether I should say it, and I wasn't going to, but since you pointed out, I'm going to. Yeah. Like, when we talk about losing it all, yeah. we're talking about material things. That's exactly it. We're talking it. about money. Like, we're talking about... Properties, yes, money, assets. Like, we're not talking about family. Correct. We're not talking about a relationship with God. Like... Correct. I just want to establish that, just in case there was any confusion yeah. between it. I think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. I, when I say lose it all, lose all of the things that the world tells you is important. Yeah. All of the flashy stuff. All of the materialistic, temporal, shiny things. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, don't work for the for that place anymore but one thing they had right was god family business god first family second business third um if i was to break that down any other way it would be god on top um i am god's kid first and foremost that's where my identity will always live i'm god's kid that's the answer to that question yes below that i am a husband and then below that i am a dad Everything and everyone else must find their place under those things. And until I figured those top three out, I could have achieved the world yeah. 10 times more than what I did. And it wouldn't have mattered because I would have had no one by my side. So when you asked yourself that question mm-hmm. of who are you and you and where were you in your life and how long did it take you from when you asked to when you answered the question of I'm a child of God? Um, it's been in stages and series. So God is like, peels it off one layer at a time. Uh, I started asking those questions back in 2011, 2012, when I was coming off the streets, like start trying to figure out who you are, you know, all over again. Um, but what's funny is when you overcome a big trauma or a big hardship, you're like, you start putting your feet up like, ah, I made it. I don't struggle with that anymore. And so I thought I knew who I was. Like, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a cleaned up dude that's gonna go out here and take over the world, um, compared to what you know I was. And then the next phase you get to is um well, I'm finding success in real estate, so I must be a I must be a realtor. I must be a businessman, I must be a entrepreneur, I must be and it's true. I was. However, at that point, I thought that my identity was that thing mm. or those things, which is fine until it isn't, right? Um, so I asked it at that point when I had achieved success in real estate, 
bought a house, then I'll, you know, bought a car, bought a house, um, which is a long way from being on the streets, you know? So I was like, oh, made it. And then not knowing I was living for myself and I didn't know who I was, I just figured out who I needed to be to find success in that mm. arena. And that was hard. Mm-hmm. It's like, frick, dude. Because that is a skill. Yeah. Yeah. That is a skill to be able to do. However, it's also a curse because you can easily become detached and just distracted from your true self. And then so now you're f- battling your mind yeah. more than anyone or anything. You are battling yourself constantly. And it's at a subconscious level and it steals your capacity and your joy. So asked it again, probably is 2012, then again in 2015. Um, 2018, 2019, my wife and I were dead broke in Paso Robles. Mm. So full circle. Yeah. We had left here in Tulare, left Tulare, got married here in Tulare. And then I was team leader at Keller Williams in Paso. And I went from, you know, commission based, everyone knew who I was here in Tulare area, doing well for myself, um, working for top team in California to now it's my wife and I, I'm on a salary with a company. Um, I'm not able to really do a ton of sales and all that. So my income's actually down. Um, and now I'm in a different place with my wife, just me and her. So we're figuring out all about each other at that point. Let me tell you. Uh, and that was part of the, the blessing and getting to move away for a little bit was just figure out who I was and who my wife was and who we were together now as a unit. Um, so I asked myself around that point, 2018, 2019, and it's funny, it's like every three years, but then 2022, this last year, I had to look myself in the mirror. Now I own a brokerage. We have 20 some odd agents, 20 some odd agents, I think brokerage team, um, and monetarily I lost and more than I ever had in my whole entire life. Mm. And so it's like, I was like, man, I was there looking in the mirror again, like, dude, patterns, bro. Like what's going on? It's like, and then God was so, he's so kind, right? When we hear harsh thoughts in our head, it's important that we know that's not of God. God doesn't talk to us like that. We talk to ourselves like that. Yeah. The disappointment, the shame, the guilt, the, all these things, those things talk to us like that, not God. And when I realized he was so kind and so patient with me, he said, son, like, until you go, until you're with me forever, you will constantly be looking in the mirror and asking that question. And I will continuously show you. Mm. And then it got exciting because then I'm like, man. Like, I really love who I am right now. Like, more than I ever have in all my other previous selves, I love Blake right now. But it's like, God's so good, and this life is so precious that, like, I can look in the mirror at 81 if the Lord blessed me with that much time, and I could still be figuring out a new layer of who I am, a new layer and a new depth of who God is, of who, you know, all of this stuff— that brings me just as much passion and purpose to waking up every morning as selling a hundred houses, as having a hundred million in my bank account, as having a portfolio of over a thousand houses. And I believe I'm going to have every single one of those things I just listed, but nothing sparks my joy and my curiosity for life more than being able to ask that question freely and have a God that loves us enough to be willing to show it to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. And, uh, you take the pressure off yourself. 
I don't need to sell 100 houses, but if I do, frick yeah. And I think I had a conversation with one of the other guys on the team, or maybe it was you guys. But it was this idea, this thought, that why can't we have both? Why can't I, why can't I ask myself who I am and what I, figuring that out and then still mess around and have $100 million in a bank account, a portfolio of 1,000 plus houses? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't I do both? Yeah. So now it's not an, because I treated everything as like an, like, or like it's mm, either this either or. or it's that and now I ch- why can't you have both yeah why can't you go have a great time with your wife and your kids at home and have a kick-ass day at work and go and sell a bunch of properties and do a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. i can do it all seasons are going to ebb and flow mm-hmm. out of what is required of me but in general i'm just going to agree yeah it's a both and for me i'm going to have both of it and I'm willing to figure it out and struggle and have the grace of the Lord on me while I figure it out that's awesome dude so that's uh I I think that was the gist of it roughly if I was to put a timeline it's every few years um I do a major major growth or leap I feel like Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day a lot of that's driven by experience failure trauma disappointment negatives it's not triggered by the wins, dude. It's triggered yeah. by the losses. Mm-hmm. Yet all of us are so bent up and in knots because we want to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Can you share, you shared something this morning. I was like, dang, that was, that was cool. It was the slingshot reference. Mm. Can you share that? Hey, wait, can you, can you share this slingshot reference you, you shared this morning during training? Yep. So, um, Great training yeah. this morning, by the way. I had a great, great time with you guys um, and the whole team. But slingshot reference is the idea that something must be pulled back in order to move forward. Right. And so what I found is every few years when I'm in these growth modes of like, oh, who the heck are you, Blake? You thought you knew. No, you didn't. Ha ha. It's like I started studying it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the Lord gave me this like image of a slingshot. And then the question was, how far can the rock be slung if it's not willing to be pulled back? Yeah. And so that's what triggered it. And it's like, if you pull a slingshot back a little bit, it's going to go forward yeah. a little bit. But when you pull it back a little bit more, for one, the strings that are holding it begin to tighten, right? It gets yeah. tight. Like this is, if you, I was to correlate this to ourselves, this is when the anxiety kicks in. This is when the question's like, am I doing the right thing? Do I keep going? And if you so choose to keep getting pushed back, so I can see in my entrepreneurship, I was willing to do this and then I let it go. And then I get to this other side and I lose it and then I have to recalibrate, right? What if the slingshot's the mirror? And that's what you're talking to, you know? But the more you're willing to go back and go deep, gain context Mm -hmm. on things. Like, yeah, I'm willing to get stretched. I'm willing to have anxiety. I'm willing to do whatever because I know when it gets tight, when it gets heavy, when I'm getting pushed back, oh, I'm about to come out. Like, God's about to do something really, really big, bigger than what he's ever done. Yeah. I walk in that. I believe it. And he does it. Yeah. Every time. So, yeah, 2022 was the furthest back the slingshots went. And I thought it was going to snap the things off, but it didn't. Yeah. What about you, Reese? What you got, man? This is what I thought of when you shared that. Yeah. It's James 1, verses 3 and 4. 
For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Amen. That's awesome, man. I I felt like that related a lot. Like, and later in the chapter, he talks about trials and temptations and mm-hmm. things that we go through, and totally. he circles back again to being whole, yeah, and complete. And that's what I that's. What I thought and what was the last line in that? It's he says. Um, I'll just read the whole verse four. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Love the word of God. It's good mm-hmm. stuff. It's the only truth we got nowadays. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, thank you for bringing up that slingshot thing. I, it's funny. God gives me a lot of like random little visions and stuff in the shower and that was it. And I love King David too. So David and Goliath, it's like, man, you want to go after the giants? You better be willing to be slung around a little bit before. Yeah. You know, like, and you better be willing to take the taunts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's getting you ready for the development, the growth that you're about to you're totally. about to get, you know, achieve. So, totally, man. I think all of us have Goliaths that taunt us in our entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you're too young. Oh, you should have went to college. <laughs> oh, why don't you just go have a nine to five? Why can't you be normal? Yeah. Why can't you be safe? Why can't you, why can't you, well, I don't know if you should post that. I don't know if you should do that. Well, you know, your aunt Sally did that and had a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. We don't sign up to do what we do or, or we're doing right now, mm-hmm. thinking that we're going to have some of the heaviest opposition from people that we actually love the most. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that true? That's very true. And it's not a knock on them. Yeah. Freaking love them to death. And they love me so much. They think. They know what's best too. And so if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to be misunderstood by almost everyone, including your closest loved ones. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to fail, not have anything for months, be misunderstood and keep going? And if the answer is yes, then sign up. Yeah. And then be ready for everyone to call you again when you reach the point. Where they actually trust when you and they, see that maybe you had something. Well, when you're, I just, I've heard so many stories from different people yeah. of like family members who were just like, didn't want anything to do with them while they were in their yeah. come up, yeah. they were on the come up, right? Right. And then when they hit that spot where they're successful, yeah. then everyone starts calling them of course. for stuff. Of course. Yeah. It's the truth. And the heaviest part is having to walk around and carry that Mm -hmm. carry people's doubts and fears and misunderstandings. And I did that. And God was like, dude, you're gonna have to let that go. You can't carry your weights plus everyone else's weights about you on you. Yeah. It'll kill you. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's such an important lesson and one that I still find myself coming back to as I continue to toe and push the line. Right. Cause at some point you got people applauding for you that are farther that don't even know you mm-hmm. and you got people up close to you that got things to say yeah and that's confusing that's confusing when you have bigger fans sometimes you know and i got big fans my family and everyone i'm not saying knocking it but i would be like 
not telling the full truth if I didn't say that your loved ones aren't going to be a little confused or have some misunderstandings about what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and sometimes yourself will be confused. Totally. Misunderstanding. So you can, uh, you, you know, you absolutely will. Yeah. And I think that's some of the realest things you can do. And people ask, yeah. what are you doing? And they're like, Oh, you know, you say doing great, this, that. And then they give you that look like, hmm. you're like, yeah, I'm still trying to figure it it's out hard myself. When people ask that question, because yeah. it's such a loaded question when they ask you, Oh, how's real estate? Oh, yeah. Like, you can't answer that truthfully in a quick conversation. No. You know, like, if I say, oh, it's going good, which is good, true. Yeah. You know, it's going well. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. But it's not that simple, you know? Like, yeah. That's such a fun, fun – I love it. Well, I don't – yeah, it's just interesting. When, when I realized that. that I didn't have to over-explain over myself yeah. to give a response back and if everyone be happy, yeah. I started saving a lot of oxygen, man. Yeah. Yeah. I can just reply, oh, it's good, man. How's everything going your way? Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't need to explain myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I didn't – because I always felt the need to explain myself, and we talked about this. Mm -hmm. Man, I don't want people on this team wasting as much air as I wasted – trying to fit in with people or groups or things that don't really give a much of a crap yeah. and not nearly as much of a crap as you think they do. Don't do that to yourself. Don't let that steal your freaking capacity. Don't let that steal your joy. Yeah. Just do it yeah. and then own the failure. Yeah. The reason that I was having to explain myself so much is because I had to explain my failure to myself and if I had a hard time with that, how am I going to explain it to someone else? I had to take ownership. Yeah, the last six months was tough. Mm -hmm. I lost dang near every materialistic thing that I had. Mm -hmm. And I won't stop. I don't have to explain myself if that's my answer. Yeah. And that's just to myself. I could say whatever answer I want to someone. If I know that in my heart, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I don't need to tell you anything mm -hmm. if i do it's because i care about you and i want you to know yeah if i don't it doesn't mean i don't love you it just means i don't have the oxygen to waste right now yeah yeah and do it on them mm -hmm. all right yeah we are uh here for a fun segment that we're gonna do every week right every week yeah. every week uh and is it let's you know wrap do we have a name for the segment? Let's make a name. I don't think we have a name. Yeah. Uh, how about a uh, rap royale? I like that. Rap royale. Yeah. Did I say that right? And it's not like we're actually going to be rapping, but we are going to do rap lyrics. Yes. Um, and then we'll always ask our future guests, like, what are a couple rap lyrics that you would want to share? Yeah. Or you know, it doesn't have to be rap. Any type, any type of lyrics. You know here, lyrics, lyrical royale. Mm. There you go. I like that. That was very lyrical. Lyrical royale. I actually feel richer by saying that. Lyrical royale. I don't know. Just hits different, man. Hits different with that tongue yeah. movement. Lyrical. So uh, Reese is is looking for his lyrics. Do you want to do you want to start with yours? So I got a few of them, and I think I told you guys I'm gonna go on like what songs hitting that week, and cool. then go on into that song. So I've been on a little bit of a Mac Miller kick. All right, okay. 
Okay. So, um, it's called Frick Park Market. Okay. And it's cool. I say the word Frick quite a bit. Yeah. People judge me for it, I'm sure. Um, but I just got done saying how, you know, I don't have the air to explain that Frick is a way better word than some of the other ones we use, you know? Yeah. All right, but here we go. Um, like I said, I got a few of them, but the first one is uh, trying to get a mansion. Ain't nobody here going to find my room. I like that a lot. That was deep. Also tells me, though, if we do go into your mansion, there's a possibility that we might all get lost. Because it's big. It would be fun to have, like... A mansion that's like a maze where like you give people maps winchester oh is that a real thing already mm, kind of right like yeah 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 like it randomly built off and stuff yeah uh but yeah that would be fun if you just had that um you know money to spend for no reason yeah uh second lyric from that song <sighs> there's some good ones in here that have cuss words that I'm just going to swerve because they would be freaking funny but all city champion everybody else second string <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why I like that one but maybe maybe I do <laughs> thoughts um well if it's because do you want to do you want to say your first line the very first line you said it fits because of that line it fits because uh last name ever first name greatest I just <sighs> boy like a sprained ankle i ain't nothing to play with all right those are, those were great ones. Yeah, Reese. I don't even know. Do you not I even can't know? even find one that is worthy of me saying because the one I had planned was so good. And I actually Blake have one for you, Reese. And this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give this one to you because I feel like it's for you. And at some point, I'll let you give me one. Okay. Okay. I want you to read. Um. Where it says. Hundred different. Hundred different. That's a good one. Says, and I quote, hundred different shoes to fill. No need to cop a fresher pair. Frick, dude. Lewis, why nice. do you think that's important, Reese? I need to think on that. I think Lewis was about to go deep on something. I just yeah. thought it was Reese because Reese loves <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so I was going to say the shoes one, shoes. but I was trying to think of something deep. Yeah, okay. no, I can appreciate I got that. One. Yeah. And this is actually from the same song that that song was oh, in. Oh, got it. The Drake one? It's, okay. the sa it's Drake's verse, and it's his very last line. You know what he says? 
He says, everybody got a deal. I did it without one. Oh, dude. Oh, I do remember. frick, dude. Nice. <sighs> Dang, well, bro. I got that one off my chest. Whoo, man. Good thing people can't feel the atmosphere in this room right now. It's freaking heavy, <laughs> dude. A little heavy. Woo! My goodness. Yikes, man. Good, though. Good yikes. Yeah. It's good stuff, good dude. Freaking yeah. A. Lewis, what do we got, dude? So. That Lulu. That Caballero Lou. <laughs> um, I don't know the song. Maybe you guys can help me with the song. The, the lyric I'm about to say. Okay. Um, I'm going to let the, the viewers define the lyric yep but it's uh it goes something like this wah 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 i'm a baby oh two things oh frick that hit number one it's from a song called yes indeed okay number two it's i'm a little baby thank you for the correction reese yeah reese go ahead and say it then wah 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 i'm a little baby Oh, dang. That sounds better. Frick, dude. Whoa. I don't know about you guys, but this segment's gnarly. <laughs> dude. Freaking A. Lost in the sauce, dude. Oh, hold on. I have a... Can I share this quote? All right. And it's not... It's this, not is, a, this is the conclusion. This is the conclusion. So it's got to be a good one. All right, here we go. So I don't, I don't think this is a rap song. But it's a solid quote, and I try to live by it every day. It goes like this. Without the sauce, you're lost. But you could also get lost in the sauce. Mm. Powerful. You going to quote that with yourself, Reese Sapien? Yes, Reese. I said that. I'm just going to take credit for it. I heard it my freshman year of high school. and That's true. And I think we'll... We'll let viewers decide what that means. Let's just say it one more time, just a little sl- more slow. Sit up a little bit straighter. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow, well, not necessary. <laughs> that wasn't necessary. I love it, though. Without the sauce, you're lost. But you could also get lost in... The sauce. Reese Sapien. Man, dude. Well, I'm just glad our viewers doesn't have to go through like the weight of what you just said yeah. in the atmosphere in here. But it's important for people to know. Yeah. And we might be able to do some shirts or posters or something for that maybe a giveaway or something maybe, about that. It'd yeah, we'll do a merch line. That'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you. Talk to our people. All right. Cool. 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 Right on. Well, uh, let's send them out. Do we uh, want to tell anyone what we got going next week? What we're going to be talking about? Appetizers. Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, appetizers. I like that a lot. This is going to get deep. Yeah, People don't even know. Yeah, yeah. People don't even know. I love it. All right. We're going to be talking about appetizers next week here at the Not So Real Estate Real Estate Podcast. My name is Blake. I'm Lupe. And I'm Lulu. And we'll see you next time, baby. <laughs> yeah. Good job, boys and girls. Let's go. <laughs>
Yeah. That was a solid one.